Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good Sunday morning to you. It is 10.08 on this beautiful Sunday. PGA Championship Sunday. Time for the huddle. Dave Schwartz, Pete Nigerian, Charlie Weiss. Great to have you with us on this Sunday morning. I've uh, been watching a little bit of the PGA Championship this weekend, although it, it's been beautiful, so I did not spend a ton of time inside, Pete. But before we get to anything, can we please – because when we left last week, it was it was grandbaby watch 2023. <laughs> do we have a grandchild, Pete? We do. We do hey, indeed. Yay, yay. <laughs> so, so give us the details. Sorry. <laughs> I had an issue with my microphone. Sorry about that. Um, it's really exciting. Uh, it's a grandson. Uh, he's wonderful. Uh, his name is Kao, K-A-Y-O, and uh, he was born almost on Mother's Day, but it was on Monday morning, very, very early. And uh, everything is going well, and they're at home now, and it's it's pretty exciting. He's just a little bit under eight pounds when he was born. A future linebacker, perhaps, <laughs> uh, Grandpa? He's got a thickness to him, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, congratulations, buddy! Congratulations to your whole family. What a uh, what a what a great what a great time yeah. uh, for for your squad. So that's that's fantastic. And maybe uh, in uh, eighteen years, we'll see him suiting up suiting up for the Gophers. Who knows what a <laughs> what a story that'll be. Yeah. Uh, so be I've watched a lot of twins this week. A little bit of twins. I've actually like a lot of people, Pete. I've, I've watched I think more St. Paul Saints baseball than I've seen. Um, in a while as the twins, uh, the, the big story over in St. Paul's Royce Lewis, who's coming off an ACL injury has been just absolutely mashing the ball. I, I, I mean, just crushing it. And he, now he cannot come up because of his, because of being on the 60 day deal. He can't come up till June 1st, but there's, there's a lot of talk here that, that maybe it's time to bring him up now or as soon as they can, at least, you know, June one, um, I, I have a really strong opinion on this, Pete, but I'll I'll yield before to you first, because uh, I I'm gonna guess and tell me if I'm wrong. Have you had any knee injuries over the course of your years playing? Many. Okay. <laughs> I just kind of figured playing a li- linebacker, you've had some year injuries, you've yeah. had some knee injuries. So, what are your thoughts coming back from a knee injury? He's an infielder, obviously, and and it's it, there is a specific timeline. Uh, do you think it's time to see him sooner rather than later? I do if he thinks so. You know, I think it really comes down to, you know, the relationship with the doctors, understanding exactly how your knee feels, 
And if you if you feel well, does the doctor also agree with that? If that's the case, I think he'd be ready. I'd love to see him get brought up as soon as possible if that's the case, because you know inside if your if your knee is working for you the right way. And and if it's not, if it's still got some issues, it's okay to wait another week, two weeks, three weeks, maybe it's a month, whatever it might be. Because if you come back too quick, too early, that's always just such a massive mistake. And yeah. you just have to know that you are you you might not feel one hundred percent, but it better be above ninety percent when you're when you're trying to figure out do I go, do I not go, do I feel good enough? All those questions, of course, you ask, but the reality is the player himself always knows far more than the doctor when it comes to that. He knows exactly how much he can push it in practice and everything else. And I think that uh, if Royce says 100% it feels great, I would have no hesitation to bring him up. I so from my uh, medical background, which consisted of about twenty minutes of research on, on an ACL injury, because I've never, I've not torn an ACL. I've torn my PCL and my MCL. I've never done ACL. Uh, it, in all of my research, it says somewhere between nine months and a year to come back from that. And I, I think I'm gonna, I need to remember, but I believe Adrian Peterson had his ACL and he came back in like six months, uh, which was which was incredible. Might have been more than that. So, so a year puts him uh, to right at the end of June because I think that's when he had his surgery. And the more I thought about this, I, I'm just and, and when he came up last year, I think it was for 12 games. He's pretty good. You know, he, he was okay. He did a real nice job. He's absolutely listen. There is no question in my mind that he's better than AAA because he's just crushing the ball. Mm-hmm. But here's my argument, and and here's the problem I think that the Twins have. Is he's either going to play? He's either going to slot in at second or short, which gives you Carlos Correa or Kyle Farmer. One of those guys is not going to play. Carlos Correa is making thirty-three million. Kyle Farmer makes five million. So, what are you going to do with them if you bring him up? And if he does come up, and he doesn't play every day or every so often. Really, what's the point in bringing him up in the first place? So, my thought is. As long as Correa and, and Farmer's playing well right now, Correa has four home runs in his last 15 games, but these last, I think, seven, he's kind of slowed down a little bit. But last weekend, he was just on fire in that series against the Cubs. Um, I don't see any reason you bring him back before the All-Star break. I, I just don't because you've got those two guys who, who are there. You're not going to send them down to the minors. Um, the Twins are, are three and a half games up in a really lousy division. And so if he's mashing the ball and, and playing well and he feels healthy and you've got guys up there who are playing good enough and the team continues to win, I don't, I don't rush him back. You, you, there's no reason to me to rush him back. Let him heal. Let him stay down there. Let his confidence get, get high, just you know, raking the ball every night, and then bring him up after the All-Star break for, for the stretch run. I, I don't see any reason, Pete, why you bring him up before that. I totally agree. If, if, if he feels great, then he's yeah. able to be up there. But do we need him to be up there? And I think you bring up a really good point. I mean, the reality is the way we're playing right now, the way that, that, that guys are, are producing right now, it's not an absolute need. And if it's yeah. not an absolute need, why not do what you're talking about? Why, why not just continue to just rehab as much as possible, try to get as comfortable as you can? Yeah, you're crushing the ball, but – if we don't need you now, why put you into that sort of a jeopardy, mm-hmm. sort of a position that uh, that you don't need to right now? And and I think that's 
that's the way I would approach it as well. I mean, there's no reason to rush it. So if you if you are rushing it, or you know, maybe maybe it is something as simple as you put them up there and and you give him the opportunity now to to kind of circulate, to be a part of things. Maybe he's not the starter, leave Farmer in there, but give him the opportunity to be up there again and get more and more comfortable being part of that staff. That would be another thought too. Give him that confidence that he might want to kind of elevate as he gets a little bit further along and, and he gets a lot closer to being able to be on the field. And you made a great point earlier, which I, I, I agree with, but I think I also wonder because, you know, you said, hey, if, if he thinks – that he's good, he knows better than the doctors, he's going to want to go. I'm sure that at some point in your career, you were about 95, 90%, maybe 85%. You said, yep, I'm good, go, right? Players want to play, yeah, and, and they want to play at the highest level. So I'm, especially as, as a young kid who always feels great, I worry that maybe he would push himself to go too quickly if they just leave it up to him. Right. And and I don't think you fully leave it up to the player, but I yeah. think you do. You have the doctors there. They do such a great job. They they understand exactly. They've seen this time and time again. It's not it is it's just part of their day, right? So they know yeah. everything about the knee. They know everything, but they do have to trust what the player is telling them as well. So, of course, every player wants to play. Every player is going to say, "Yeah, I'm 100% when they're not." So, I think there is that happy medium though. I think you have to listen to the doctors. You have to listen to how he feels. And I think that, you know, putting that whole thing together, getting him back onto the field the right way, I think makes the most sense. And to your point, it doesn't have to get pushed right now. We're, we might not be the best team in baseball, but we're better than 500. We're yeah. kind of that 500 team. We, you know, you look at the last 10, we've, we're, we're six and four. So mm -hmm. that is who the Twins are right now. They're not killing it, but they're leading, and that's great. And I, I think you, you don't push this thing because – he could be somebody really, really special, I yes. think, for the future with the Twins. That's a great point. When, when you had ACL, did you have ACL surgeries? I had them all. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you have a punch card? <laughs> yeah, you know what? After a while, you just start to forget, you know. I mean, I, I, had, I had pins in my thumbs. I had everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, you name it, but uh, – well, how, all, how realistic, you know, though, is that timeline, that, that nine year to a, to a nine months to a year, excuse me, timeline of getting past ACL inj an ACL injury? How realistic is that from when from what you remember? Oh, well, and maybe I, it was know, different I, then, though. And I was going to say, I went I'm back in the prehistoric times. I mean, we're talking <laughs> about, you know, the 1980s and, you yeah. know, they were just starting to get a lot better with a lot of these surgeries on the knees. They still weren't great. Now they are great. They, these guys have such a better opportunity to recover from what used to be sort of almost something that would kick you out of the game, quite honestly. Yeah. But it, it is amazing what they've been able to do over all these years. They've done an incredible job. And yeah, you know, whether it's nine or 12 months, how do we know exactly? I mean, the reality is if they say a year and a guy feels perfect at nine months and the doctor agrees, uh, then it doesn't have to be a year either. So it's, it's one of those things where it just has to be tested. Everybody's got to be in agreement on where you are. And, you know, they do enough tests that they understand where you are and they can watch you run. They can watch you cut. They can watch you move your, you know, your body around, whether you're on the infield or whatever. And if everybody is seeing the same thing, I think that uh, that that would be the way you'd want to do it. And I don't know. I just keep going back to if you don't have to have them now, though, why push them? Yep. So I, th yeah. I, I think it I think it's really important right now just to make sure that he is all the way back. 
Interesting topic. He sells tickets, too. No doubt about that. People would love uh, to, to see him over at uh, Target Field. Love to know what you're thinking out there this morning. Which uh, Would you bring Royce Lewis up after June 1 immediately? Play Twins General Manager for us and let us know. You can give us a call or a text, 651-461-9226. That's the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. We'll talk more about this coming up later in the show today. Coming up next, though... There's a new Netflix show coming out. That That's not news. It's called Quarterback, where they followed NFL quarterbacks, I think, pretty much 24-7, and it's due out this summer. Uh, Kirk Cousins was a part of that, and I'm curious, one, will that make good television? i, I got to be honest with you. I'm super excited for this series, but it also had me thinking, what other NFL quarterback, past or present, would make a great Netflix series? We'll talk about that coming up next on The Huddle on 830-WCCO. Welcome back to The Huddle. There's a new show that's going to be coming out on Netflix here in, in the next couple of, I'll say months. It's due out this summer. It follows, uh, basically gives you kind of the hard knocks 24-7 uh, bit with NFL quarterbacks, it has Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and now I'm going to forget who the other one is. Um, I'm going to find it. But anyway, uh, it, it's it's Marcus Mariota is the other one, which is interesting. Uh, so it's the three three quarterbacks. It's coming out this summer, and it, it says that the, the whole bit, the whole pitch is taking you inside the huddle uh, through the lens of these three quarterbacks. I, I am incredibly excited to, to see this, uh, not just because these three guys, they're, they're very different. You know, Marcus Mariota, I think, is a guy that came in with a ton of potential and, and maybe hasn't become that elite uh, quarterback that people thought he might be. Um, but Pat Mahomes is the biggest name in the game. Kirk Cousins is is very much of an enigma, I think, nationally, and, and even to some degree – here, do we really know who he is? Um, I, Pete, I love the idea of this. Do you? Will, will this be your? Will this be viewing for you when it when it comes out this summer? Absolutely, I have, I, I love this kind of thing. I think it's really really fun. Um, it gives you the opportunity to get inside and see exactly what these guys are. You get to be almost like a player on the team now, right? I mean, you you see who they are on and off the field, all that kind of thing. I think it's great. I. I, I look at the list, and you know, you and I. I'm a I'm a lot older than you, Dave. So <laughs> I will I, I'll say this: there are some quarterbacks that would have been so much fun. Yes. <laughs> to so a, who would you? Who would be oh, yours? Oh, it's really really easy. Joe Namath. I, I mean, yeah. can you can you imagine? Because we kind of got a taste, a little bit of a flavor of that, even back in his era of playing, but. It was never everything that you wanted to see about who Jane, Joe Namath was. He was yeah. such a special guy, you know, and he, he was the good looking guy. He was the successful guy. He's the guy who put it all on the line. And he certainly lived a Hollywood lifestyle. <laughs> that, I was <laughs> going to say, that would be a show that they'd have to put on Netflix because right. it couldn't go anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, there, there'd <laughs> on, be an R rating on that. <laughs> 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 yeah, that would be interesting. I I um I was thinking about it this uh, this week when I was uh, talking about the show, and I I have my thoughts on the show um mm -hmm. as well. But for I, I would say, I'll tell you who I would have loved to have followed 
with a camera, honestly, from from high school and college to to the to the NFL is is Jim Kelly. Yeah, um, coming out of a uh, just an obsessed uh, football and and frankly quarterback state uh, area rather city like Pittsburgh and that he came from that area, but then to go to you know to to spurn Penn State and go to Miami and then uh, you know call from mom answer it call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Be it, be part of the, the era of do we go to the USFL or the NFL? Uh, and then to go to a team that he didn't want to go to, uh, <laughs> Buffalo. He didn't want to go there. And then he did anyway. And then, you know, obviously the, the four Super Bowls, probably probably one of the – other than maybe Dan Marino, one of the best quarterbacks to not win a Super Bowl. Right. Um, so I would have loved to have seen that. My only issue with this series, and, and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Netflix is going to do it up. I, I wonder how much uh, we're going to really see – because the NFL is, is behind this. You know, mm-hmm. they are a, a partner in this production. And so as, as much as we say, yep, it's all access, we're going to see everything, how much are we really going to see? Because there's going to be some editorial uh, editorializing, I think, because it's the league, right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. Goodell is not going to let something get out that he, that he thinks is going to hurt the brand. And so that's, my, that's part of my biggest reason I want to see this is because I just want to see how much actually comes out. Yeah, what will they really show us, right? I mean, and and, and we have kind of a, a living, breathing character for sure in Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, we yes. <laughs> everything we've over the last How couple of years. How did they not years, follow him? <laughs> oh my goodness, that yeah, that was a huge mistake because that was, I mean, especially given the fact of what what has transpired over the last couple yeah. of years. I mean, it's, well, maybe they didn't want to. Maybe they did. They said that he's got enough around him. Yeah, that that's probably a possibility. You know, another one. I'm just thinking back to all yeah. the different quarterbacks. How about Ken Stabler <laughs> with the yeah. Oakland Raiders? My goodness sake, he would have been really, really special. I mean, there's yep. there's just certain guys out there that uh, you know that that are old school. And if you get a little bit newer, you know, and look at a guy like Troy Aikman just to see his path. You were talking about oh. college, even. The guy was at Oklahoma. I played against him at the University of Minnesota up in the dome back at the time, the Triple H. And 
Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, he was unbelievable then. No one ever remembers that because he transferred to UCLA. And then he got to the Dallas Cowboys. And, and the ups and downs of his career, they yep. started on a big down. <laughs> they were one yeah. of the worst teams ever. And suddenly they're going to Super Bowls uh, after Jerry Jones and, and all the money that was thrown at the Cowboys. Just There's a lot of different quarterbacks out there that I think could really, really be interesting just to be able to follow and see. And and you know what? I think even Kirk Cousins, quite frankly, even though we're in Minnesota, we know a lot about him. Yeah. Do we really know enough? Do we? That's a I don't good know. question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if we do either. And, and and I think oftentimes with series like this, and we've seen it with Hard Knocks, it's it's it, if you like a guy, once you see more about him, you're probably going to like him even more. But if you don't like a guy, you're probably <laughs> not going to be swayed by anything you see, right? But because right. we we kind of we we know where we are. Uh, with with our fandom, I think Troy Aikman. That's a great great call for for two reasons. One, obviously, he had some serious. We found out concussion issues in his career. Yeah, and and I think that it would have been really sobering um, to see inside all of what he had to go through. And two, I have to Im- imagine what a locker room with Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, and Michael Irvin is like. Yeah. I, I mean, in Dallas, by the way, in the football obsessed <laughs> place like Dallas. Right. Um, that could have been must-see television without a doubt. Yeah, <laughs> oh, for man. sure. I, I'll, I'll give you one last one, and I know we probably yeah. got to go to break, but Dan Marino. I got a ch- yep. chance to, to practice against Dan Marino when, when I was at Tampa. Miami came up for a couple of days. We practiced with them. I'll tell you what, he was colorful, friendly, great guy. He, he and I had a rapport the second I stood across from him, and I was, you know, as we, as we like to say, jawing, whatever you want to say. But I was going back and forth with them, and he was coming at, back at me pretty good. I was really appreciative. He's, he's looking at me going, who are you? <laughs> and, and we became friends. We literally did. That was like 1989, I think, and, and we've been friends ever since. He's just a, an amazing guy, a lot of fun, and he didn't mind talking back to you when, uh, when you threw a few words at him. So it was pretty fun. That would be that would be phenomenal. Uh, I'd love to hear what our viewers think. If you have our listeners, rather, if you, uh, what quarterback would you want to play? Would you want to watch a Netflix series? What quarterback would make a great Netflix series? Call us, text us six five one four six one nine two two six. That is the city's one plumbing talk and text line. Uh, we'll continue to share those throughout the show, Pete. Great, some really great. Uh, old school. No, I wouldn't even say old school. I guess I don't want to call. I don't want to call Troy Aikman an old school quarterback <laughs> or Jim Kelly. Or, but does that make? I don't know. Does that make me old? I don't. know. Maybe I am. Um, but either way, it'd be great television. What do you think? Hit us up on the City's on Plumbing Talk and Text Line six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll share them throughout the show. We will take a quick break and step aside. We'll come back with the fast break. You're listening to the Huddle on the Good Neighbor eight three O WCCO. All right, let's get it going, all right? Hi, Charlie. Hello. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show, Charlie. I'm here. I've been here the whole time. Uh, we'll start off with you today, Dave. Western Conference Finals have been a bit of a laugher in the NBA right now as Denver has rushed out to a 3 to nothing game lead over LeBron and the Lakers. And, well, everybody but LeBron and the Lakers has been pretty, uh, pretty invisible for different parts of the series, particularly... Our old friend D'Angelo Russell, as we have seen. 
Are you taking the Minnesota sentiment here that it's a good thing that the Nuggets are such a good team since they knocked the Wolves out of the playoffs? Or do you want to see those teams lose? Same same goes for the Stars here. Do you want to see the Stars lose, or is it good in your mind? Because, well, they beat us, maybe they're the best team, yada, yada. I think you know what I'm going to say here. I do. I do. <laughs> I, don't know if the, I don't know if the audience does, but I do. No, I I don't I don't subscribe to the well. At least we got beat by the champions, uh, <laughs> kind of bit. I'd love to see them lose. You know, I'd, I'd, partially because it, I I said this before. I think Nikola Jokic is the, one of the most annoying players in all of basketball. <laughs> He's a phenomenal player, but all he does is whine and cry. Um, and so it drives me crazy. Uh, I would love to see the Dallas Stars lose because they used to be the Minnesota North Stars, and then they came in here and they, you know, they beat us. Uh, but, but do I believe if they win that it it um, makes somehow our season uh, give it more credence because we lost to the champion? No, because it it just doesn't. Because too much happens in the playoffs to make it seem like. You know they won. The best team doesn't always win. It's the team that's hot at the right time and healthy and um, makes the most of their opportunities. Look at the Florida Panthers. You know they they beat Boston and they've you know they've worked their way up here. Are they the best team in hockey? Heck no. They just got hot at the right time. So no, I don't believe in that whole theory that if if they win uh, somehow we win because we were beat by the best. I would say this. I, I wouldn't say that uh, it, it makes anything better for us, but I, I do subscribe to the idea that, hey, look, we lost. What about what, Let me throw this one out at you, Dave. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're a fan of whatever team it is, and San Francisco 49ers back in the heyday with Joe Montana always beat you, and they yeah. end up always winning that Super Bowl year. Uh, there is something to be said for, you know, we, we, we had something. We just were going up against the best. I, this Denver team has been great all year. Uh, Jokic is, a, is an annoying guy to your point, but God, is the guy money? I mean, when you look at him yeah. this past year, okay, he was averaging 24 games. Uh, for, I think it was something close to 24 points a game. Now it's 30 points a game now that we're in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's been dominating. In the three games against the the Lakers so far, he, far he's had 44 rebounds. He's had yeah. 34 assists. So, yeah, he's a whiner. We all know that. It's just like LeBron. I, I view LeBron, he, he bothers me because he every single time he gets touched or misses a basket, it was a foul or whatever, yes. and he whines to the referees. So, you know, Jokic kind of does the same thing a little bit to that same degree. But I'll tell you what, they, uh, they are so good and playing so well, and Jamal Murray is somebody – it's a lot like other other you know our guys. As a matter of fact, with the with the Timberwolves, there are people that that you just didn't know enough about probably during the regular season. You get into the playoffs, and suddenly Jamal Murray's he's twenty eight points a game. This guy's it's just unbelievable. He's had two games in a row with thirty seven points. So yeah. there is something to be said for who Denver is, what they're doing, how they're doing it, and the fact they're up three zero right now. That's uh that's pretty amazing to me. I just think so. I agree, but my only my only thought about what you said is that when you talk about that for, those Forty ers teams, like yeah, they were year after year dumb because they stayed together mm-hmm. because they didn't just go somewhere for free agency. It was Joe Montana, it was Roger Craig, it was Jerry Rice, John Taylor. Like yep. they played together for a while, so you did hate them. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just Denver's been good this year and last year. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, is it enough to really? 
uh, draw some some strong feelings against them. I don't know. I just think I, I think it's a different story. But it's yeah. not my turn to talk. Go ahead, Charlie. <laughs> All right, let's go back to you, Pete. Seemingly, nobody benefited more from the chaos of the Arizona Coyotes stadium vote than the University of Minnesota Golden Gopher hockey team. Logan Cooley announces he is returning next year for his sophomore season with the Golden Gophers. Along with him, Jimmy Snuggerud announced he was coming back a little while back. Uh, Jackson Nelson recently announced he's coming back. Justin Close and Bryce Brodzinski all announced they are bringing the band back together with the Gophers next year. How big of a deal is the Cooley thing, first off? And second off, I mean... It's championship or bust, right? Anything less than the championship is going to be a disappointment at this point with this squad. Absolutely. I, you got to love that these guys want it so bad again, right? I mean, they get the opportunity to get there to those finals. It, it's not guaranteed just because all these guys are coming back, but boy, it sure does put the Gophers into a great position. I I just love the fact that these guys have that want to do that, right? I mean, because very easily a lot of these kids could could change their mind and do something you know, go go to the next level, get the pay, get all the things, because we all know this, the University of Minnesota is not exactly giving everybody a lot of money on NIL. And I, I know that's a topic we probably will talk about more, but uh, I look at the bank accounts of some of these schools for the NIL money and, and, and that type of thing and different sports. It's not just football. It's not just basketball. It's also in women's sports as well. Uh, it's great to see these guys just want to have that victory, want to get to that national title and hold up that trophy. So uh, I love it. I, I, th- I think it's phenomenal, and I think it says a lot about the coach as well. I think it it shows you the love that these guys have for playing with a great coach who uh, they, they clearly think is doing everything right, and they want to get one more shot. Gosh, when you when you say all those names together, Charlie, it really does like, whoa, these guys, I mean – it's not even like reloading. They're just as good, if not better. They lose Matthew Nyes, and I think that's a big one. Faber Jackson well. Lacombe. What's that? Faber as well. Faber, yeah, and Faber, you know, on the defensive end. But I, I still, I think this team is absolutely poised for a, a potential championship. Jimmy Snuggerud had a really, really great year. Bryce Brodzinski, I think, has more to give than he did this year, and and is going to be really good. So I just. I, and Cooley's, uh, he's outstanding as his close played very well. So I, I think that you're right. It should be championship or bust because I don't see, I mean, you lose some big numbers, but this team's still very good. Thank you, Arizona, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, nobody benefited more than this gopher hockey team. Yep. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. see what that looks like down in Arizona. Or I don't know, maybe Houston, maybe, I don't know. I don't know where else they would go. But I'll go off the board when we talk about that later. Go ahead. We'll get into it. Uh, back to you, Pete, right? That's what I was oh. on. No. Is it me? It's Dave. No, it's Dave. Dave. I think yeah. it's me. We're going back and forth. I just, I'm off. Yeah. Sorry. All right, Dave. It's all good. All right. We'll go to you. Uh, the rumors are already swirling that the Twins are going to be major players when it comes to the trade deadline. A report of linking them to maybe Shohei Otani came up. I don't know about that. That may be a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> but. That ain't but, Yeah. What? Where was that written? I, go ahead. I saw something. It was, you know, whatever. I, 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 I read it. Maybe it may have been. <laughs> Sorry, but I think that the reports that the twins may be active at the deadline. Yeah. Eh, they have probably some credence here. Yeah. Is this a team that you go all in with, though, David? I mean, are you are you selling out the farm to plug those holes and make this team 
competitive enough. I mean, the Central's bad. It's it's a time to take it. Yeah. But is it is it all in time? It could be. You you have you know we talked about this in the first segment, right? What what Royce Lewis gives you because you have two other very high priced, semi high priced guys. And I'm not saying you're going to trade Carlos Correa. I, I don't believe that's it. But Kyle Farmer's only on a one year deal, and and so I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's on a one year deal, and so you know that's a possibility. Even though he's been playing well, if Royce Lewis can come up and play in his spot. Why not? I mean, you, you could make a play for someone big with Farmer and maybe someone else to get something in return. So, and, and I think they have that option at multiple positions when you look up and down, down the roster. So I, I, it may not even be needing to be all in for them to make a play. They just have uh, looking like some assets with some really good talent playing now. That might make them major players. Well, so I could see it happening. I, I would say reverse that, though. In in my mind, do you build uh, farmers on a one year deal, like you said? But if they're going mm-hmm. all in, they're going all in. Do you do you trade guys like Brooks Lee, like Royce Lewis for a, a price? I mean, a I wouldn't high trade price. Royce Lewis. No, I wouldn't. He he's he's got a lot to show still, and he's been really good. I I and I don't think Falvey or Levine love. I don't think any GM loves to trade a prospect that's that's in his. What three to five year window that I mean to, to kind of give up on him now? Not I wouldn't say give up, but but move him now when he could really really pay off later. I'd I'd hang on to him. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I I like Royce Lewis. We've had him on the show. He's a phenomenal guy, and I think barring injuries, this guy would be one of those guys that we'd be talking about. Maybe not superstar, but certainly a star. I think in in Major League Baseball. I don't want to get rid of him, but. We do have to figure out what we're going to do about a bat, right? Because when you look at the Twins right now, the pitching has been absolutely outstanding. They've done an unbelievable job there. But then when you start comparing what the Twins look like and and why we're struggling, why we're barely over 500, it's because we do struggle and we don't have enough players that can hit the ball out of the park. We don't have enough guys that are getting enough RBIs. We, we're, we're interesting. We're right there, but we are just a, a, a few players probably away. And I think, I think under the right circumstances, and whether, whether it's Correa, I'm not sure who it is. I don't, I don't think it's Correa because I think he's still got something. But the reality is, you look at his batting average, it's not that great. I mean, when he hits it, he, he hits it out of the park. But that's part of the problem as well. We need guys that can get more and more guys on base so that we can get more runs, and we're just not seeing that. By the way, I wanted to just say one thing. You brought up Otani. I talked about him the other day uh, on on a separate show on the Rebel's Mm -hmm. Edge, and I'll tell you what, uh, guys – this is a generational player that that yep. uh, is is so unbelievable, and the fact that we're we're going against him today with yep. the Twins that's going to be great. I, I, he's big, he's strong, he's unbelievable. The other night he almost bat the, batted the cycle. I mean, he did something that somebody hasn't done in almost over sixty years, where he uh, he, he got on base five separate times. He hit a 456-foot home run. Uh, There are guys that you should go out and always watch when you get the opportunity, whether it's on TV, listening on the radio even. I mean, this guy is the closest thing to Babe Ruth since Babe Ruth, and that was a while back. So uh, I think it's something that everybody should be paying attention to. Yeah, worth noting, again, pregame starts here, I believe, at 2 o'clock. Shohei Mm -hmm. Otani going to be pitching for the Angels today right here on WCCO Radio. Pete, back to you for the last question. (laughs) It's Lynx season, and, Mm -hmm. uh, well, 
it hasn't started so great. They lost by 11 points in their home opener on Friday here at the Target Center, uh, and that came along with scoring three total points in the second quarter. They scored three points in that entire second quarter. You know, it's one game. Who knows with one game? But uh, let's speculate. Let's say it all does come apart. Let's say the wagon wheels fall off. They are as bad as they seem, uh, at least from that one game. Next year looks interesting in the draft. You got top three. You got Caitlin Clark. You've got Angel Reese out of LSU. You got Paige Beckers out of UConn. Who are you? Everything goes great. Lynx win the lottery, top of the draft. Who are you picking out of those three? You know, they're all great. We all know that. And we, we saw a lot of, of Caitlin Clark, uh, unbelievable player. And what she did during the playoffs, the, well, the, the finals that they got into, it was unbelievable. Uh, I think it would be so cool to have Paige Beckers back. I, I really do. I think it, she's a special player. I know she's had some injuries. Hopefully that's behind her at this point in time. But I think she would be such a great fit. I think she would help sell tickets. And let's be honest, she's been one of the most dominating players, not just in high school, but even in college. I don't know why she wouldn't be just absolutely outstanding in the WNBA. Uh, I'm with you 100%. From sheer business standpoint, it makes the most sense to bring Paige Beckers here. I mean, she will sell out jer- She will sell jerseys. She will sell out arenas. She will be so exciting to watch. And let's, that's not even – Talking about how great she is, great of a basketball player she is, she's incredible. So mm-hmm. I, I think if you have the top pick, you, I mean, there's a season to watch still, obviously, but I think you bring her home, no doubt. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, that's what I got for you today. Good All questions, right. Charlie. Thank you, thank you. We're going to go to the text and phone lines when we get back and talk about what quarterbacks you would love to see on a Netflix series. There's some <laughs> great ones that I didn't think of. We'll go through them next on The Huddle. Welcome back to the Huddle 1054 on the Sunday morning. We've been uh, kind of running the gamut of topics this morning. The one that you've latched on to the most, though, is what quarterback would you like to watch in a Netflix series? You can give us a call or shoot us a text on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. And let's go to the text line uh, here. There's some great, some very interesting ones, uh, Pete. Bobby Lane. Which I think I'll let you discuss. Is that he that's was even before, before my time. meme? That's oh, before okay. me, man. Come on, okay, I'm not eighty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bobby Lane will leave there. Interesting okay. one. NFL would never have gone for it, but Mike Vick. Now I'll yeah. say this: before Mike Vick got in trouble, I think mm-hmm. the NFL would have definitely gone for it because he was such an interesting quarterback and person. At the, I mean, he changed the game. There were, yeah. there were every every quarterback was a pocket passer for the most part, other than maybe Randall Cunningham before him, and, yeah. and he had the speed of a running back and then the arm of a quarterback. So I think the NFL would have absolutely gone for it. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah that would have been a great one. Some re- okay, so this text has a really good one to Dave and Pete. Would love to see quarterbacks. Here we go. Uh-oh. Two minute Tommy Kramer, <laughs> which would have been great. Would have been great. But probably my favorite and one that I did not even think of, but but to be honest to this texter, thank you, because I think I would have loved to have seen this. Jim McMahon of the Bears. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been an amazing reality show, Netflix show, Jim McMahon with the 85 Bears, with him 
Walter Payton, Refrigerator Perry. I mean, goodness. <laughs> Mike Singletary on defense? Oh, Come yeah. on. Ditka. I mean, <laughs> you yeah, had it Ditka, all. yeah. I mean, we, we we did have it all. That was that was amazing. I got one that I just thought about, and it's present. It. It's present day, so we don't even okay. have to go back. And by the way, I played when Tommy was there with the Vikings, and Tommy Kramer's a colorful dude. He, yes, he, he is. He, he would have been a lot of fun. I got a colorful guy for you. How about Jimmy Garoppolo? Now, before Ooh. you jump to certain things, uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> he is in Vegas, right? He's this yeah. great looking guy. He's he's a very good quarterback. I'm not sure if he's on the great category, but but boy, in Las Vegas, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, I think that's that's somebody I'd want cameras around uh, <laughs> for the year and just see exactly how things play out on the field and off the field. Another uh, Netflix-only show. A couple quick ones coming through as we had to, <laughs> to break here. Kenny Stabler would have been great. Yep. Uh, Terry Bradshaw, which we've now found out uh, in his second career, is fantastic on television. Hour number one of the books. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more sports and expansion. NFL, excuse me, MLB, NHL possibilities. That's coming up on the next hour. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.